0: Hang of a D's episode number forty two on this snowy, cold, shitty Illinois Sunday afternoon. Uh, we got the divisional playoffs just getting ready to kick off for the uh, second two games. We saw the action last night. Got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about, obviously, those two games last night, talk about today's games. Uh, we got some coaching news, and, of course, going to be a little uh, Steeler-heavy with what's going on over there as well. Uh, let's just go ahead and kick it off with Last night's games, uh, we had the Packers taking on the Rams at the uh, pretty chilly Lambeau last, well, I guess, yeah, I guess it kind of was last night. Yeah, it was cool. A- afternoon. It wasn't the ice bowl or anything, but no. it, was, it was cold. Um, and Aaron Rodgers basically did what he's been doing all year, and that is throw a, a lot of touchdowns and, and very few punts. Uh, it was probably a little closer than I thought it was going to be, Rams managed to hang kind of tough and it make it, I guess it got closer at the end than it really was. It, it, the Packers, I don't think were ever really threatened. Didn't feel that way now. And uh, I mean, even when it was a, a one score game, I, I can honestly say that not once did I say, oh, Hey, the Rams got a real shot here. It felt like Rodgers could pretty much do what he wanted to do when he needed to do it. Right. And, and, the Rams just couldn't get it going. Their defense, I mean, Rodgers has been masterful, and if he hadn't already had it locked up, he definitely locked up MVP last I night. I would agree, yeah. Even though it's not supposed to matter because it's regular season, but look, until those votes are put in, the playoffs matter. Yeah.
1: I mean, and, what are you supposed to do, not watch the playoffs? Exactly.
0: Then? And Like I said, if he didn't already have it locked up, I think he pretty much sealed the deal last night. Uh, so, yeah, the Rams get the big win there. They move on, and they will host the winner of the Tampa Bay-New Orleans game, which is later this evening in the NFC Championship game. And is this the first NFC title game that Rodgers has played at home? Yeah, Is that what I read? Yeah. That's, wow. I know, right? It doesn't that kind seem, of yeah, I'd, I could have swore that they had at least hosted one before. Uh, and then last night, our, our pick, the Buffalo Bills, right. um, they came to play. And the biggest, it wasn't so much a surprise that the Bills won as far as how they won. right? And that is they completely shut Baltimore's run game down. Um, I mean, the running backs each had, I want to say, they were in the 40 to 50-yard range, if I'm not mistaken, between Dobbins and... Gus Edwards, uh, eh, wow, identical. Yeah. Ten carries for, for Edwards and Dobbins apiece, and both of them had exactly 42 yards, no touchdowns. But the the killer was Lamar Jackson only 3.8 yards per rush. Right, He only ran the ball nine times, and when he did, they were there. They got him. I, I saw there was one, yeah, his long was a 15-yarder, and that was on a third and 12. Right. And I thought, oh, uh, here we go, but – I mean, they sold out against the run and said, Lamar, you're going to have to beat us with your arm. And just like a certain host of a certain podcast said back in fucking August, can't do it. Right. Not against a defense that has a secondary that tough. And Lamar was very subpar, 14 to 24, 162 yards. And a good chunk of those yards came on the one drive. Mm-hmm. after buffalo scored the touchdown yeah when they were driving down yeah it like. buffalo gets they finally break through and you know they were up three nothing for a long time because the unthinkable happened which being tucker missing two field goals
1: right and granted it
0: was it was windy as hell there, real gusty and swirling um but to see you know, Tucker's had a long career and has been the most accurate kicker in the NFL for a reason. Mm-hmm. He's kicked in those conditions before. Right. Last night it just wasn't his night. And first kick he hits the left upright and the right at the same I think it doinked off a of one and glanced the right side and mm-hmm. he missed that. And then later on he kicked another one that he hit the right upright. So he was one for three on the evening. Um. But to be the,
1: fair, Buffalo's kicker missed two field goals too. So. Yeah.
0: No. The the conditions were shitty. It was just odd to see Tucker miss that. Bottom line is they didn't score touchdowns, and that's you know that was the difference of the game. Um. You know you can't put really any blame on on Ryan or Justin Tucker. I mean, like I said, he's the most accurate kicker in NFL history for a reason. He just missed two kicks. Those two kicks weren't the difference in the game. Difference in the game was when Baltimore's going down to score what. Could have been the game tying touchdown, or at least made it ten to six. Lamar throws a bad pass over the middle, picked off, and and taken a hundred and the, it, officially it's a hundred and one, mm-hmm. but he ran hundred and four because yeah. he caught it one yard deep, and then he stumbled back a good two to three yards before he got his footing and took off, and nobody could catch him. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much the game. Next possession, or was it the next possession? No, one or two possessions after that. It was the
1: next possession.
0: Okay. Uh, Baltimore gets in a little bit of trouble. They had, I don't know if it was a sack or a, fu- or a penalty. It was a bad snap. No, I mean before that. That, oh. that kind of pushed him back a little bit. And then we get the snap way over Lamar's head. He picks it up, and he just wings it out of bounds, so gets the grounding. But at the time, two bills basically ate his lunch and bounced his head off the... Uh, the turf there in the end zone and he laid there for a while basically concussion he's out and game over right uh they brought in tyler huntley who i'd never heard of Uh, me neither i did they must have signed him after he was a practice squad squad guy Yeah, Nick sorely or whatever uh, went down um i mean you can't expect a, a rookie undrafted nobody to come in against a defense like Buffalo and and really muster anything up, although he he had a shot, yeah, he had Marquise Brown wide open and, and just overthrew him by about eight yards.
1: I think that Collinsworth said it on the broadcast, though, that was more the wind than anything,
0: probably because it,
1: it, on whatever going that direction of the field, th- deep throws towards the right, all of them were overthrown for some. Well, we know why because the wind, but. Um, another big story of that game too is you alluded to it is the snaps they had a f- like three or four really bad snaps. Yeah, in that game. There, I, there
0: were a couple plays that I saw where Lamar one Lamar dropped, but it mm-hmm. might have you know wind might have knocked it one way or another. But it, yeah, it was it was a sloppy game. Weather was not kind to either team, uh, but bottom line, Josh Allen did okay. Um, well.
1: He did okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. It
0: was pretty pedestrian. He was 23 at 37. But uh, he had Stephon Diggs, and that was the difference maker. Eight catches for a buck six and a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Love to see the news coming out of Buffalo, too, that uh, immediately after that game, the Bills Mafia got together and rallied the, the Mafia to donate to Lamar's, uh, not his personal charity, but his foundation or whatever. Well, it's not his. It's just his favorite charity in lieu of
0: So, that's Dylan's saying Louisville.
1: Yeah, that's how the locals pronounce it.
0: So you're saying it like they're Muslim with a. It's Louisville. You gotta it Louisville. Louisville.
1: No, there's no. It's Louisville. That's the way it sounds to me. So yeah, I think that right now they've raised like 75 grand, which is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, kudos to them.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's going to a a Raven. So who gives a fuck, right? But that's yeah. Fuck Baltimore, love to see it. Now we just got one more, uh, one more domino to fall here, which should be happening shortly. And in fact, I hope that by the time we hit stop on the old recorder machine here, that we're you know it's twenty-one nil, yeah, something like that. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, Cleveland needs taken down a peg. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, say all you want about the whole Juju thing, but and Chase Claypool made a good point. For that, you know, what Juju said before that game about the Browns or the Browns, you know, gray faces, all he's doing is basically saying what his coach always says every week. Like, it don't matter who's in front of us. We're going to go out and we're going to play. That was all Juju was really saying. Hmm. They got to play them, whether they're good, whether they're bad. It wasn't any kind of disrespect. And and the way the Browns acted after that, fuck them. I hope they get beat by 80 today. I really do. I, yeah. Yeah. Magically, my hatred for, for Cleveland has eclipsed my hatred for Baltimore, and I never thought that would happen in one season. But
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember watching the game with my brother last week, and uh, Hunter's straight upset. He goes, I hate the Browns now. I never used to hate the Browns because they've been bad my whole life.
0: Right. But now, fuck them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, look, when you finally fight back and you, you punch the bully in the face, mm-hmm. you know what you don't do about it? run around and brag to everybody else because <laughs> there's always a bigger bully out there. And guess what? It's Kansas city right now and they're waiting on you. So Patrick Mahomes, come on. Did you Do see your job?
1: Who was the chiefs player that said that the Browns aren't, aren't a comp or whatever,
0: like competition? Uh, uh da, 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 Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy Watkins said that. And, and, you don't hear any Cleveland people talking about that. Like, where's where's the fucking bulletin board material about that?
1: Oh, if they miraculously
0: oh win, yeah you know they will. Then. Well, yeah, he, they fired us up, but look, I my only concern with that game is is basically the fact that for the most part Patrick Mahomes has had three weeks off. Yeah. So let's let's see what you got, kid. Like, are you really the the new goat as mm-hmm. everybody has anointed you? Because um that's a hard that's a hard ask to literally yeah. just come back and turn it on. But I uh, I guess I would say if anybody can do it, it'd be him. Yeah. Um Edwards Hilaire, is he gonna be healthy? Mm-hmm. I, I would like to think so. But you still got Le'Veon Bell. Granted, they right. didn't use him that much, but and maybe this was part of the master plan was to go into the playoffs with a one hundred percent healthy and you know Ready to go, Le'Veon Bell, and Andy Reid's had an extra
1: week to install plays for him specifically. So
0: yeah, and we all know Andy Reid coming off of a bye week is almost unbeatable. It just it's his yeah. his record is ridiculous coming off of a bye week, and basically he's had two bye weeks. But you know, but yeah, I I expect. I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to get blown out. I just don't think they're that Cleveland's going to be able to keep up.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're gonna have to score on every drive. It's much. gonna have to
0: be long
1: drives, like six, seven minutes. O- yeah, each. the
0: only way you're gonna beat KC is keep them off the field. Yeah, it is just like I said, long, you know, methodical drives that just wears their defense down. And you want Mahomes and company to have as few possessions as possible. If they try and go, you know, run and gun and match them, score for score it's going to be over because that race Cleveland might keep up for a half or so, but eventually they're going to falter and KC's and going to just keep on sprinting and it'll turn into a blow up Buffalo or Buffalo. Cleveland has to use those, that two headed running back system and just pound it down. And of course we got the cream hunt situation where he has somehow conjured up some kind of bullshit magic that this is a revenge game against KC when KC didn't do a damn thing to Kareem Hunt. Kareem right. Hunt did something to Kareem Hunt when he punted that bitch's head in the hotel. Yeah, in Kansas City
1: actually when that those reports initially came out, they met with him and Kareem Hunt lied to the team.
0: Yeah, no, he they came to his defense and he lied and then as soon as it the video came out, he, instant he was gone. Yeah. And rightfully so. Um, and maybe he's a better guy now and, and that's fine, but don't sit there and try and say that this is a revenge game against Kansas city. Cause they did everything in their power to, to go to his aid and, and back him up until that video came out and it found, like you said, they, they lied. He lied and yeah. Bye-bye. Right. So yeah, that's, that's just manufactured emotion. Cause it's just, it's unfounded. Sometimes that works though. Yeah, true.
1: Watch Last Dance. Jordan did that all the time. He just make up shit in his head. Yeah, hate his it, opponent it, and
0: motivate him. It became personal to me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then uh, that's gonna be the late. No, that's the early game. That's game. Yeah, kicking off. And then tonight, uh, we've got the round three between the Saints and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Gronkineers. Gronkineers, That's right. it. Um I know uh, did did we split on that or did we both
1: I don't I know we're going back and forth on this game. I, I do really too. Do. It's
0: really hard to beat a team three times.
1: Especially Tom Brady. And it's
0: Tom Brady. Um you know weather's not a factor, it's indoor, it's in mm-hmm. New Orleans. Drew Brees. They I think all in all, from from top to bottom, I think New Orleans has a better team. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's Tom Brady in the playoffs, just it, it could get ugly. Not, yeah. not, I, don't, uh, I won't say ugly. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I definitely don't think it's going to be the way the first two Saints-Bucks games went, which both games were won pretty decidedly by, by right. the Saints, especially that second one where they just completely annihilated him. Uh, Ronald Jones, I believe, is a game-time decision, but Leonard Fournette's no slouch. He's right. looked pretty solid. Antonio Brown has only looked better and better uh, these last few weeks. Gronk is still very, very solid. And and speaking of which, Gronk did say he's going to come back next year. Did hear that, yeah. Um, So we'll see. Uh, I I expect at least one really good game today. Maybe two, although I'm hoping the first game is not all that good because, like I said, I just want Cleveland to get their fucking guts stomped out. What can I say? It's just me. So – uh, that being said, like I said, we got a lot of uh, coaching news going on right now, of the uh, openings. What have we had three filled so far?
1: Uh, yeah, the Jags, of course.
0: Hired. Yeah, Jaguars hired uh, Urban, which we've talked about, and it looks like he's going to try and get was it Raheem Morris, the former Falcons coach, as his defensive coordinator. Right. Um, the Jets have saw, signed. Salah, yeah. Is it Salah or Saleh? Salah. Is it Robert? Was that it? Robert Salah, yeah. Yeah. Who was the uh, 49ers defensive coordinator? Kind of an unknown commodity. Obviously, it, he's eh. done well. He's done well with the the 49er defense. I just mean, like, uh, had you heard of him before the last couple of years? Last couple of years, no. But I mean, yeah. in the last, few let's say he's kind of an up and comer. Right. Okay. You know, there it's you not go. like somebody like a, uh, I don't know. Give me a like a. Rex Ryan or, you know, somebody sure. that's bounced Urban around. Urban Meyer. And, well, Urban Meyer never really went to
1: pros. I mean, like. <sighs> I know, but he's a, people know who he is, though, is my point.
0: Yeah, well, but, again, I'm more referring to, like, a guy that's been a coordinator here and then maybe been a coach and then a coordinator. We see sure. that all the time. Okay. Um, but, anyway, yeah, he gets the job of trying to rebuild the Jets, starting off with the number two pick. And then the Titans offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, Smith, has officially signed on to be the Falcons head coach. Mm-hmm. And then uh, literally as we were pulling into the, the driveway here, we heard that it looks like, and I haven't seen an official story release, but um, they're saying anyway that the Lions have agreed to, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. It's one of the defensive coordinators that they're offering. The, the, the one of the job. defensive coordinators. Yeah, I know he's, down. you know, that guy. Um, well, what team? I don't even remember that. Now I'm going to have to scour Twitter here and look it up. That's nice.
1: Um, they were talking about it, they being Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, that it looks like, and again, not official, and they even – said that you know it's not official or anything but it looks like brian dayball he has a very good shot of getting the charger job brian dayball the oc for the bills
0: oh okay yeah
1: which i totally get it i mean look at the job he did with josh allen like when they drafted him i just i would have bet money that he was going to be a bust and he's turned him into a very good quarterback. He has made him much more accurate than he was coming out, so he's done a great job developing him. So, be very very interesting to see what's going to happen with um uh you know, how he's going to help continue uh Herbert's development here there in uh, LA. Um so I think right now it's what? It's the Eagles they haven't hired anyone yet. Um, Chargers, chart, yeah, Chargers. Even though it sounds like that, they're just kind of waiting on the bills, you know, to to be out before they make that announcement. And uh, I just saw a report today that the Texans are having a very very hard time.
0: I was going to bring that up because uh, I think it was it was either Rappaport or Shafter. I don't remember which one tweeted literally right before. I can love to come and get you basically that uh, it has now it's, it's basically widely known as the least desirable job in the NFL. That being of the Texans.
1: Yeah. You have no picks and you're not going to have a franchise
0: quarterback because Deshaun Watson. Wants out, and so. the Eagles got to be a close second. I mean, yeah, but, but yeah, Houston, I don't know who the hell they're going to get to go there because Deshaun Watson has basically said, I went out. Yeah. And as we have seen, other which we haven't had a chance to talk about, doesn't seem to matter what the sport is, like James Harden has just shown us, if you want out, you're going to get out.
1: Right. I give him a pass, though. Um, the Harden situation was just like, dude, what the fuck? Um, it just seemed kind of out of nowhere, and I don't get his beef. But with Watson, it, I give him a pass because – The organization told him he was going to be part of the process with the GM hire. He wasn't.
0: No, I agree. Well, from what I understand, it wasn't that he wasn't a part of it. It's like they asked him his input, Mm -hmm. and then they just basically ignored everything he said and went another direction. And so he wants out. And I agree with you. I don't blame him. I mean, he had one of, if not the best, wide receivers in the NFL, and they they traded him for David Johnson – more or less. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the problem is he's going to be hard to move because his contract. Um, I disagree
1: because there's going to be teams that
0: oh, are yeah. willing to take on that contract. I agree. And I would, I just read right before this, that if you, if you were to trade cut, if you cut this talking about Steelers, if they cut Ben Roethlisberger, mm and then traded for Deshaun Watson, the the cap hit total would come out to $38 million. Ouch. Yeah. If we don't do anything with Ben's contract, and he comes back and plays as is, uh. his cap hits $41 million. So it's actually cheaper to just cut Ben and trade for Deshaun Watson. Our cap hits only $38 Ah,
1: uh, Yeah, I think you'd have to go ahead and do that if you, if you have the opportunity.
0: Right, but... Again, that's gonna have to cost at least two first. I I gotta. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. May it may be more. Um, it but might, yeah, that's yeah, it
1: very well could be three. I mean, yeah.
0: So I I would at least think about it, and we'll get into the whole Steelers quinder here in a second. Um, but here's here's the thing. Where does that leave Eric Bianami? He was literally what. Six, seven weeks ago, like the top candidate for a job. Right. And and he's been talked about all year. He was passed over last year. And granted, he's at a bit of a disadvantage because it's hard to interview when you're preparing for a playoff game. But, I mean. Coaches have been hired before. Kyle Shanahan. True. True. But you're supposed to only be able to, I guess, to interview these coaches during a bye week. Mm Mm-hmm. If they're still there, well, their bye week's already passed, so he didn't get any of those positions. And now the next possible window is going to be two weeks from today, basically. Right. Or I guess it would actually be a week after they would complete the championship game. Sure. They'll have um, the bye week before the Super Bowl that he could get a few more interviews in. But is there going to be any – I mean, he's literally going to – the Texans and the Eagles. Not the Texans.
1: Apparently, that's part of the Watson issue as well, as he wanted Eric bien enemy and, and they don't? They don't. So, okay. Eagles. Do you want to go to the Eagles, Eric? See yeah, if you can rehab? I, I, no.
0: I, no, I wouldn't either. And who did you say? Oh, Bill's offensive coordinator, Brian Dable. Yeah. Possibly going to the Chargers. I mean, of the jobs that are out there, including the ones that are already filled, Chargers are the, is the most oh, definitely. attractive to me. Yeah. I mean... You've got what looks like a very good quarterback. You've got some younger studs on defense. Um, you need a little help in the running game, or at least some guys that can stay healthy. You sure. know, it's it's not a turnkey operation where you're going to just walk in and be a playoff team, but they're close, and it looks like they've got a good quarterback. Whereas the Jets, you don't know what the fuck's going on there. The right. Eagles, you don't know what the fuck's going on there. The Falcons. Got some talent, but they've also got a quarterback that's getting up there. They got Julio Jones, who's showed this year the wear and tear is getting on him. Yeah, I mean, to me, like I said, without a doubt, the Chargers is the most, you know, desirable situation to be in. Right. Um, and again, the Eagles and the the Texans are the two that I, I don't think I would want any part of. Right. It seems like Jeffrey Lurie wants Carson Wentz to be his guy.
1: Yeah. Definitely seems that way.
0: And and that's what caused Peterson to basically say, fire me, and they did. Um, I did notice, I didn't even notice know until I looked at this earlier today that Marvin Lewis is uh, being interviewed. Like, I haven't heard anything about that. Uh,
1: Yeah, do you know where he was last year?
0: Uh, No, he was a coach. Yeah, Arizona State. Yeah. With –
1: Herman Edwards, Herm Edwards. Yeah. Herman Edwards. I I didn't know that yeah. until a couple weeks ago. I guess Herm Edwards is just his coaching staff. Like he's got Marvin Lewis, um, Kevin Mawai, the old jet center, is like his o- offensive coordinator, O line coach. Mm. And I think do you remember Antonio Pierce? I know he played for yeah, the Giants. Yeah, yeah. He's his D de- he I think he was the other defensive coordinator. So oh.
0: Um Speaking Does of Does he of, have room for Mike Tomlin?
1: <laughs> speaking of College coaches, we didn't yeah. address it last week.
0: Yeah, we didn't. Um, I'm glad hold, we didn't though. Hold, hold before we get into that, I want to go okay. back to the the Steeler thing. Okay. So yeah, we've got all these openings coming up, and like I said, after this weekend, we'll have two more teams that are going to be eliminated, and, and we might uh might see one of their coordinators go. Probably not. I think the big one is going to be probably Eric Bieniemy or maybe. Like you said, the, the guy from the Bills. But uh, being how so we are a Steeler-focused show, we'll talk a little bit about that. So the good news that we got on Tuesday, I believe it was Tuesday.
1: It sounds right, yeah.
0: Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't know. Anyway, uh, as we have talked about numerous times, Randy Feekner we thought was a major problem. And his contract was not renewed the offensive line coach was not renewed, rightfully so, because you went from one of the best offensive lines with Mike Munchak to one of the worst with Serrett, whatever his name, Greg. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, he's gone, unemployed. Yeah, um, the DB coach, which I don't really—I thought our DBs played pretty solid for the most part. Yeah, um, and then. Our assistant DB coach Ter- Terrell Austin is got some interviews for other for like coordinator positions, so we might lose him. Mm-hmm. The tight ends coach retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, does look like the Steelers are going to re-sign um, Keith Butler to be the defensive coordinator, and I don't have a problem with that.
1: Yeah, I guess he's going to be on like a year to year deal. Yeah, he's sixty four
0: and considering retirement. So yeah, so I, I don't have a huge problem with that. Uh, as long as you re-sign some of these guys. The biggest problem I had is I was actually excited when Randy Feekner was let go. Mm-hmm. And then they ripped my heart out when they basically announced that they're just going to give the job to Matt Canada, which was our quarterback's coach. And he has bounced around the college ranks. I think he had a position with Miami mm-hmm. two years ago as like a consultant. And I'm not sold. I mean... To me, what that move says is that they're uh, Ben wants it, and mm-hmm. and that's what they're going to do to to get Ben back. I had pretty much washed my hands and said, okay, they're going to start fresh. Here here comes the rebuild. We're yeah. going to, you know, because Ben was close to Fiechner, and, and every every report I've seen has said that Randy Fiechner was a tremendous guy and that everybody liked him, but his offense sucked. But this, this hire of Matt Canada as your new offensive coordinator tells me that they're going to pull out all the stops to get Ben to stay. And yeah, I, I, I would have that. much rather had an outside hire, get some fresh insight in there. Um, I had heard several names being thrown around from Daryl Bevel, who was the Lions interim coach. But he's, you know, he's coached a pretty solid offense mm-hmm. in Detroit. I even heard uh, Caldwell.
1: Oh, Jim Caldwell? Jim yeah, Jim Caldwell. I would love that. I would have taken
0: that. that all day, every day, twice on Sunday. Right. Uh just don't want him as my head coach. <laughs> He's kind of a statue, but um
1: I didn't think he was a bad head coach person. Yeah.
0: I I guess I, I want somebody that
1: a little bit more emotional.
0: Yeah, you know, like show me that you I, I don't wanna to have to put a mirror under your nose to make sure you're alive okay. on the sidelines. Um But, yeah, there were several names I wanted to to at least hear him talk to. But, no, they're giving it to Matt Canada. Uh, It'll be interesting to see where we go with the other positions and everything, offensive line especially, because that's going to be a project. But, again, all signs to me point that they are doing what they can do to get Ben to stay. And all that's doing is putting off the inevitable. And I said here last week that the window wasn't closed. And I guess – this is the best way to keep that window open, mm-hmm. you know, rather than completely start from scratch. i am just kind of concerned of what this is going to do to that salary cap, you know, cause obviously they're going to have to push some money back. Yeah. And we've got some, you know, a lot of free agents and they're going to have to make some hard decisions. Like, is it going to be Matt Filer or, or Zach Banner? Cause one of them's going to go. I think it's probably going to be Banner because I think he's going to come cheaper because he's coming off of an ACL surgery. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be cam Sutton or Mike Hilton? Again, I'd, I'd rather have Mike Hilton, but I think it's going to be cam Sutton because I think Mike Hilton is going to demand a, a higher number. Sure. Um, Ben has already stated that he wants Juju back. I'm Can not you a, afford him. <laughs> that's my point. I'm not opposed to it, All right? But, even if Juju's not there, I think our receiving core is in pretty good shape. Yeah, you know because James Washington as the number four is no slouch, right? And you got a, another year of you know maturity and development with Deontay Johnson and and Chase Claypool. Even without Juju, I'm happy with our receivers. With Juju, it's great. But if you're going to have that kind of receiving core and you got Ben Roethlisberger, you better get a running back and you better shore up the offensive line, right? you know, and and plug whatever holes you got on the defense. They're going to have to probably restructure uh, Cam Hayward mm-hmm. and move some of his money back. They're going to have to sign Minka and, and TJ to long-term deals so that it pushes some of their, you know, because right now they're going into the last year of the contract, and that's always one of your biggest, if they can restructure all that stuff push that on down the line. I mean,
1: no issue there. I'd like to have yeah, those guys Yeah, well, yeah, that they, that's a must. You got to resign
0: yeah. those are your two cornerstones. Right. Regardless of what happens with the rest of the defense, you got to have those two guys. Right. Um, Joe Hayden is going into the last year his contract as is Steven Nelson and both of them have big numbers this year. One of them might be cut. Mm-hmm. I could see Steven Nelson getting getting the axe. Right. Or or maybe like I said if they extend them both they're going to you know Omar Khan who is our basically is Kevin Colbert's understudy has been for several years but he is a cap master when it comes to that and he's going to have to work some magic to get us under the cap and and at least not completely sell our souls for one season I right mean, it's it's almost going to come to that like we're those lean years are coming yeah but they can push it back at least another year by moving some stuff around and if Ben is you know if Ben, if the fire is there and he wants to play, fine. Just Matt Canada better have a better offensive scheme than than what Randy Feigner had. If it's just plugging, you know, the same shit into, you know, it's not going to work, right? You know, teams already know what the hell's coming, right? So I am cautiously, very cautiously optimistic that that we're going to take one more crack at it. But
1: I'm not. <laughs> I'm pretty pessimistic on that, to be honest with you. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, they've got talent. Are they gonna, you know, run out eleven and zero? No, probably not. No. But as, look, it's the NFL. It could be
1: competitive and be a playoff team, sure. But but
0: here's, you get hot at the right time, anything can happen. Injuries, you know. Right. I, I don't want to wish for another team to go down with injuries, but it can happen. Yeah. And we've got. I mean, the talent is there depending on what happens with this offseason and, and what we plug in and and who we draft.
1: Right. I've
0: seen several mock drafts, and I've, I'm only getting three names out of it. Every every mock draft that I've looked at, I've seen is, take one of three people. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones. No. Right.
1: I mean, I agree with you, but no. I, it's...
0: he. He's the one that I've seen the least. The one I've seen the most is Najee Harris. I'd be all right with that. The one I've seen the second most, Travis Etienne. I'm blanking. Who's that? Running back for Clemson.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm cool with
0: that. I'd be happy with that. And I think that's the way it has to go. We have to get a running back. Connor's gone. And uh, it just doesn't look like – like, I like Snell. I just don't know that he's an every-down kind of back. Yeah, I like him as a third-down guy or backup. Yeah, Yeah. and Jalen Samuels, I I think he might be a free agent. It might be time for him to go. Look, Mm. McFarlane might be a good change-of-pace type scat back, and McFarlane was was Matt Canada's O.C. at Maryland. Oh, okay. and, And temporary head coach, I believe, for half the season or something like that.
1: I think he had that backwards. Matt Canada was McFarlane's O.C.
0: I said he had Matt oh, Canada sorry, sorry, as his O. C. Um so there's some familiarity there, but again, I don't think Anthony McFarlane is going to be our every down back either. That being said, if if Etienne or Najee Harris is there, I, I'm all for it. You know, the only the only way I say don't go running back is if one of the absolute stud offensive linemen fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or <laughs> well, I don't, is there a quarterback that you would take? I mean, obviously forget That we could get. Trevor.
1: Yeah, no, we're not getting Trevor. I don't want – Fields that. isn't going to follow to us anyway, but I don't want him. Um, Trask, maybe. Trask is interesting. Trask, perhaps. Um, the kid from BYU, although I don't think he's going to fall to us, maybe. But not Mac Jones. And the reason why I say not Mac Jones, it's not just because I hate Bama. It's just that – as a philosophy, I don't like taking quarterbacks from college that were on the best college team because, okay, you put up great numbers, but you threw to a Heisman-winning wide receiver. You had one of the best offensive lines. You had a great defense. You had a great running
0: back. Like You had all this talent around you. Yeah, and like we talked about last week, how many great quarterbacks have come out of that Nick Saban system. Exactly. And to be fair, it looks like Joe Burrow might
1: be the exception that proves the rule
0: mm mm-hmm. but he wasn't a Nick Saban guy. No, that's yeah. what I mean. I'm talking about... Oh, the best team, yeah. Right, because I, mean, Which, I LSU mean, it's only been had, one year, and it's hard to say, but yeah, he did look like he had it. And there, again, there are going to be some exceptions, but I'm like these... I kind of agree with you, not so much the best team, but these football factories, right? whether it's Alabama or Ohio State, even Florida for that matter although i do think trask has the chance to be the best quarterback to come out of florida in a long time um but typically you don't see too many quarterbacks especially lately mm-hmm. you know you could go back to the, the the older days with usc where they had you know they were known as uh really good with quarterbacks although again we talked about it there carson palmer was uh, very good. I don't think I would ever say he was great.
1: I would. He had a well, he had a couple He wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he was Yeah, he, he was had a great, couple yeah. of
0: great seasons, but he, you know, like I said, he's he's no Hall of Famer and nothing like that. But the other guys
1: Matt Leinard. yeah. Mark Sanchez. Um Sam Barkley, Darnold,
0: Barkley. Darnold the, the the jury's still out on, yeah. but, but back to my point is that like I'm with you in that these, you know, football factories typically don't produce super stud quarterbacks right you know i mean just look around uh, tom brady was a six-round pick who uh, what do you start how many games at michigan did you start i it, don't know He. it wasn't many
1: I, I think he played the majority of his senior year but that was about it I right mean, um aaron
0: Rodgers went to yeah, cal he was great at Cal, but it was Cal. Like he literally was one of those guys that just came out of nowhere and had a great year. They didn't. They weren't like in national championship. Drew Brees went to Purdue. Like yeah, Drew Brees went to Purdue. You had uh, Josh Allen went to Wyoming. Ben, ben Roethlisberger went to Miami of Ohio. Josh Allen went to Wyoming. You know, you can find those superstar quarterbacks at low level. You know, or not even necessarily low level, but they don't have to come from Alabama or Ohio State or anything like that because, like you said, A, they're playing shitty competition for the most part. I mean, Alabama probably plays better competition than Ohio State does when you look at their entire schedule, but they also have the better team five star recruits all around them. Mm -hmm. You know, where like how many five star recruits did Aaron Rodgers have to throw to or Ben Roethlisberger for that matter? Ben Roethlisberger played quarterback for one season. Yeah. Basically, Tom Brady, same thing. Michigan, you know, they had some studs every now and then, but they weren't Alabama or Ohio State or anything like that. I'm sorry, but you know that to be fact. No, I mean, that
1: was two years removed from a national championship, so I don't know about that. Yeah. Really? They won it in 98, and he got drafted in 2000, so yeah. He had a lot of talent around him, but still. Okay. Yeah.
0: You get my point. Right. So, yeah, I could, you know. It, what are they saying five quarterbacks could go in the first uh, round. This yeah
1: year? yeah lawrence fields i can't remember the kid's name from byu but people are really high on him mac jones of course and then kyle trask so
0: that's yeah. five yeah back to what we Trey were
1: lance too that's another guy that people forget about
0: back to what we originally started this conversation on i we need to take a running back yeah basically and like i said i i the quarterback unless somebody just absolutely blows it up in the combine i think we're not we're not going to have one of those options available to us that isn't a reach so take take the safe pick get a running back plug him in for the next few years and and see what happens right. so all that being said we'll uh we'll see what happens but now back to the college game and and like Dylan said, and I even made a note to talk about it, but we didn't. Jim, Jim, j- yeah, Jim, <laughs> Jim, John, whatever. Jim Harbaugh, five more years.
1: I'm really glad that we didn't talk about this last week. The reason why I say that is because I learned details of
0: said deal. Okay, well, it, here's one more little tidbit for you.
1: I know, I just saw that.
0: Yeah, Michigan hires the Ravens linebacker coach, Mike McDonald, as their defensive coordinator.
1: Cool. I mean, last time we – not the guy before Don Brown. Is that John going, hey, Jim, look. Well, I was going to say that, is that before Don Brown, or D.C., before him, also came from the Ravens. So, I mean, that makes sense. Hey, this guy's really good. He'd be great for you. Take him. Okay, cool. So, I –
0: All right, cool. Let's see what happens. How's that that worked out for him?
1: Well, I mean, that guy's not even the DC anymore. Yeah. So, and Don Brown's not there either. Anyway, so, like I said, I'm really glad that we actually waited a week to talk about it because I learned the details of the deal. And I'm not as angry as I was. Okay. Do do tell. Because, yeah, it's a five-year deal. He's making half of what he made on his original deal. Rightfully so. I would agree. And his buyout next year would be the 42nd highest in all of FBS football. The buyout for North Texas's head coach is higher than it would be for Jim Harbaugh. So basically, this is a year-to-year deal. I mean, that's kind of weird, don't
0: you think, though? How so? Well, I mean, this is a major program. Okay. So it's almost like... I don't know, like they were going to let him go and maybe they, He's like, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Well, because they don't want to,
1: they don't want to fire Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he's one of the greatest players in Michigan history. I get that. And he, aside from this year, which was an absolute dumpster fire, he's been okay. You know what I mean? Nine and three, eight and four, whatever, but it's not Michigan standards, I get it, but
0: Got to beat Ohio State, exactly. That's, yeah,
1: no, 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 totally, absolutely. I mean, I'd, if if he goes, if he finishes next season ten and two, one of those losses is to Ohio State. If they don't go to the Big Ten title game. I think he's gone next year. Yeah, I do. I think this is a it's a five year deal, but it really is a prove it. It's basically a year to year deal, essentially with the cost of the buyout so i'm not as mad as i was when i heard the news when i was fucking absolutely furious
0: and this was a hard season to deal with yeah i mean look it's still michigan yeah they, they still have some drawing power as far as recruiting goes um they let too many more of these seasons happen
1: yeah, my fear you is that they're mean? gonna be like... my fear is they're gonna be like tennessee where Tennessee was a top-tier program, and then they— A few,
0: few bad years, and all of a sudden you start losing those recruits to Alabama. and Yeah.
1: Exactly. Where you go and from being an A-plus program to, okay, now you're an A, to, okay, now you're an A-minus. You, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And <laughs> those top recruits that would might pick Michigan are now going to go to Ohio State because they're yeah. not going to go to Michigan State. No. No. So the next best thing in that area if they wanted to if they want to stay relatively close is going to be Ohio State.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's that's the story of the Michigan program is it is built on kids from Ohio. And how do you get kids from Ohio having a better program than uh, yeah, Ohio State and right now they do not. And yeah, it's it's not great but I'm I wouldn't be shocked like I said if this is Harbaugh's last year at Michigan, so.
0: As well it probably should be.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I if, don't...
0: If there isn't massive improvement, you know what I mean, so. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, quick update, we are 241 left in the first. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't know that kicked off yet. Yeah, the Chiefs are up 6-3. to three. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 4-4 four for four for 41 yards. Uh, Kansas... Daryl did Darrell Williams get the start over Edwards Hilaire? He had three carries for twenty one yards, and Le'Veon Bell and Edwards Hilaire have not gotten a touch as of yet. Hmm. Huh, very interesting.
1: I thought kickoff was two thirty, not one thirty.
0: Anyway. Mahomes has a touchdown rush, and they missed the extra point, and then the Browns drove down and kicked a 46-yard field goal. So, 6-3. to KC um, is just about to get the ball back. All right.
1: So, um, I guess, do we even talk about the Texas hire? I mean, that's pretty big news. No, we did not. Okay. So, yeah. Texas, we're like Norway. We get news, like, way late. We're like the Internet, internet Explorer of news. So, um, yeah, fired Tom Harmon, hired Steve Sarkeesian. Texas is very impatient. I mean, good God, Harmon was not that bad. It's,
0: well, and he's only been there, what, a couple years? Three years, I want to say. Okay, Seems a little soon. Well, but you got to remember, I mean, no, they're not patient, but look how long Texas was in that, that elite group. Right. You know, for the last... I want the last five to ten years, they haven't quite been there. But right. before that, yeah, the, the probably ten to twenty years prior to that, uh-huh. Texas was always in in the dis- discussion, right, of being one of the elites. Yeah. And they've really fallen off, especially you know with the the conferences splitting and people going different ways and everything. And, and yeah, that program has has definitely dropped off kind of like a Michigan I mean they you know what I mean they were you know you couldn't really talk college football back in the the 80s and 90s without mentioning Texas right and even the 2000s yeah early 2000s yeah and now they've kind of become an afterthought with the other schools so they want to get that back right um so what better way to do that than to get one of the Saban disciples and Pete Carroll for that matter yeah he was part of those dominant USC teams back with Leinart and Bush and Right. Uh-huh. Um, what was I going to say? God damn it. Oh, his replacement. Did you see who Sark's replacement was? No. Who? At Alabama? Who? Bill O'Brien. Oh, really? Yeah. From the Texans Oh, that, Jesus. that just got fired. So they hired Bill O'Brien. He's going to be Nick Saban's new offensive coordinator. Damn. Okay. So, and, and that's, I mean, Bill O'Brien did okay as an OC,
1: he did pretty good as a head coach. He wasn't bad. State, yeah, he too. wasn't
0: bad as a head coach. He's just a shitty GM. So, right. you know, maybe he can spend a couple years in Alabama. And let's be honest, you don't have to try very hard to be a good offensive coordinator in Alabama. No. Because you're just going to be surrounded by absolute studs.
1: I could probably do it.
0: Really? <laughs> you maybe. could. You know, you, you literally could. You could fucking plug in NCAA football and literally call plays out of that and be like, yep, yeah, let's do this. And, right. Chances are you're going to be successful with the kind of players that are are going to Alabama. So I could see Bill O'Brien using this as another as a stepping stone to get back in the NFL. If a team is smart enough to be like, you can be our coach, but you you stay the fuck away from the personnel decisions. Right. You know, because he showed that he cannot be a GM. That he's the guy that started this whole fucking mess with that Texas Houston is in right now.
1: Right. He might just be a better college coach too, because when he was uh, at Penn State, yeah. that was like he he replaced Joe Paterno, so they had all those sanctions, and he did pretty well. So I don't know, maybe that's just his calling—is hey, maybe don't be a head coach in the NFL, be a head coach in college. Yeah.
0: So and again, what better way to to rebuild your name than to go to that kind of program, right? Pretty much plug and play. I mean. Yeah. Lane Kiffin literally called it c- coaching rehab because he
1: went there. <laughs> yeah, got a chance to be a head coach again. Sarkeesian's going to get that chance. And
0: Kiffin's where Mississippi? State? Yeah, Ole Miss. Oh, oh, it is Ole Miss. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mike Leach is at Mississippi State. So that's right. Yeah.
0: Right. And Leach was. Didn't he come from one of the Texas schools? Or he was at Texas Tech back in the day. Tech. That's the
1: one. And he got fired for some bullshit. He's the one with the mullet, right? No, you're thinking of uh, Gundy, Mike Gundy from Oklahoma State. Yeah,
0: that's right. I always get him. That's the I'm a man. I'm forty. Yeah. yeah, I always get him and Mike Leach. Uh, yeah, confused. Mike Leach got fired for some bullshit. Was out for
1: a few years and then was at Washington State, coached the greatest quarterback of all time, Gardner Minshew, and
0: now he's at Mississippi <laughs> State, who is about to be the greatest backup of all time. Yeah. Uh, back to that. This this Urban Meyer hire.
1: Just to interrupt, Chiefs are driving. Good. Yeah.
0: Good. Very good. Great. Right. Uh back to Urban Meyer. hmm Is there any possibility whatsoever that he doesn't take Trevor Lawrence?
1: You mean Urban Meyer? Yeah. I thought you said Nick Saban. No, Urban Meyer. Uh no.
0: You don't think? No. I mean, this is a guy he recruited. I get it. No. <laughs> Not going to happen. No. No. I mean, no. Cause w- <laughs> Could you imagine the fucking turmoil, though, that would cause basically throughout the draft? it's That's going to throw everybody off if, if he says, I'm going to go with my guy and, and prove everybody wrong that... I hope the jet. I hope New York City has the snowplows
1: ready to scrape up all the cum off the roads, <laughs> if that were to happen. Because
0: uh, no, because I I can't remember. One of the talking heads said that they believed it to be a very, a very good possibility. But I also know that on all the analysts and everything show pregame shows or whatever that Urban Meyer, it seemed like. He was very, very enamored with Trevor Lawrence. I think that's part of the reason why he took that job. I, I got to think, yeah. I mean, you got the number one pick. and I, oh, Yeah, that would... I don't even know what that would do to the draft. I mean, obviously, the Jets would jump all over Trevor Lawrence, but then everybody else is, you know, it's a wide open thing. Right. Do the Jets... Do you think the Jets are gonna go quarterback or do you think they try and trade out? I could see them trying to trade out cause, yeah. I mean the- you got Darnold for one more year for sure. Mm-hmm. You got a new coach.
1: If let me put it, if I were the Jets, I'd trade out of it. I'd either trade out of it or I'd take the I tackle I think I from would Oregon. too
0: and I, I would try and like I said maybe maybe push off a, a pick till next year or or, or stockpile picks to to build an offense offensive line and a defense for that i mean you you need positions on or players on both sides but mm-hmm. you got to give sam darnold some weapons because i don't think he's a bad quarterback i don't either i don't think he i mean i i guess i don't know but i'm not saying i think that he's a superstar quarterback but i'm saying that he, he's got no weapons no and the best one he had you traded away mm-hmm in, Le- in Le'Veon Bell, and you didn't use him right before you traded him away. Right. Um, bad coaching and bad roster around him. So. Uh, yeah. So, again, I'm not, like I said, I'd like to see Sam Darnold have a legit shot with some weapons. The bad news is is that they literally have one offseason to do that because if you don't sign Sam Darnold to a contract extension, I don't see him sticking around unless, you know, he there's some, they show some promise. Right. And, you know, who knows? Darnold could come out and lay an egg, and then he pretty much fucked himself because nobody's going to want to take a chance. But, right. Uh, that was the other thing. When I was, as people were tweeting about the Steelers offensive coordinator search, Adam Gase was a name that came oh. up. Uh, yeah, like, no, 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 no. I don't give a shit. Look, maybe he was a great offensive coordinator somewhere, but no. that he He's going to have to go somewhere else and wash that stink off before I would even I would agree consider it. Right. Uh, I just, yeah, I want no part of that. Where are the Chiefs? Oh, they're almost to the red zone. Is that what I'm seeing?
1: They're in the red zone. They're okay. at the 11, second and nine. Might be breaking the FCC regulation here. <laughs>
0: hey, Le'Veon Bell has a carry. Still no Edward Solaire, though. That's interesting. Maybe his ankle is not quite there yet. Oh, wow. Can we get
1: some context nice little, to that? Nice little back juke. Mahomes rolled out. Had, I believe, a linebacker
0: chasing him down. He just did a little back step, and guy went. And but doesn't matter. it's, it's coming back because right. it's holding. All right. All righty. This is not the blowout that I was hoping for early on, but. It's still very early. Yeah, Chiefs are kind of slow starters sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they can literally turn it on at any point. And we got a touchdown.
1: Oh, this is NFL the NFL app, so it's a little delayed, so that makes sense.
0: Okay. Um Mahomes threw a pass, touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. Touchdown. Mm. Twelve to three. Uh extra point is pending. Mm. There it goes. Mahomes drops back. There's Kelsey. Leaps. Touchdown. Yep. Mm. That's pretty much how it happened, folks. Mm. You heard it here almost live. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, it's gonna. Like I said, we got these coaching vacancies. It's gonna be real interesting to see how everything pans out. Um, I think, I, for his sake, I hope Eric Bieniemy gets a job because he deserves it. I know, but I can understand the apprehension. But right now, the jobs that are out there, if it ain't the Chargers, mm-hmm. I might just stick around one more year in KC because I, I, I don't want any part of the Eagles or the or the, uh, the Texans. I, I agree. I just, yeah, I, I think I would just ride that chief train one more season. I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes. That's a pretty good gamble that you're going to have another good offensive year. Yeah, I'd say so. You know? Um, so, yeah, I, I think I would stick around because I don't want, like I said, no part of, of the Houston or the or the Philly job just eh uh-uh. I've had this thought, and
1: I've heard other people kind of have this thought as well of, well, okay, Eric being an enemy, everyone's saying he's like – at least during the season, he was, like, the leading candidate for a head coaching job, and people were shocked he didn't get one last year. Don't you kind of look at it, though? Like, well, he is under Andy Reid, who's, you know, the offensive genius. Andy has Patrick Mahomes. Andy has Travis Kelsey.
0: Andy has Tyree Kill. And that's a very valid point. I mean, yeah, I mean, how much of that is him? Right. I mean. No, that's a that's – a, Eric Biennium could get one of these head coaching jobs when we find out that –
1: it was all Andy Reid. Yeah,
0: this this guy don't know shit. He right. just kind of was like under the a pretty effect. solid coach with some superstar players. Yeah, exactly. You know, so again, that'll be a, another thing very interesting to see if and when he gets his opportunity. Um, that's why I'd like to see him go to the Chargers because you've got a pretty good quarterback foundation 90. there. Let's see if you can actually coach because you know if you plug him into one of these systems where it's a rebuild. He could literally be out of a job in three years, and then who's going to give him a shot? You right. Know what I mean? That's why, like, Adam Gase, I don't think will ever be a head coach anywhere else again. Oh, no. There's no uh, way. Bill O'Brien, I don't think will ever be a head coach anywhere else again in, in the NFL.
1: Okay. I was going to say, I could see him getting a head coaching job in college, like I said earlier.
0: Um, Does that about covers for sports? I think so. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we did, well, we did in the NBA. We had the monster trade, um, which, again, proves my point. Doesn't matter you know, where you're at. If you're a big enough superstar, you can find a way out. And James Harden comes out in a press conference right after the Rockets uh, get beat and says, we're not good enough. Then he was benched for the next game and traded the day after to the Nets, which he's been trying to facilitate since before the season started. Now you got – Kyrie, who's in a bit of hot water himself. with Yeah, what the fuck is
1: going on with him?
0: Yeah. Kyrie, KD, and and Harden. On paper, wow, looks amazing. Right. I don't think it's going to work. I Look, Kyrie, there's something not fucking right in Kyrie's head. No. I really believe that. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to work. It looks good right now, so far, but uh, just something in my guts tell me that, before this season is over, that is going to implode. Yeah, you're probably right. You know, I just, you got three guys who are scorers, mm-hmm. you know, because Kyrie is a pretty good, he's a great ball handler, probably one of the best in the N- NBA right now, but he's also kind of a uh-oh, a score uh-oh. first kind of guy. Mahomes just went in the tent. Oh,
1: Holding his leg. That's not good. Nope. It certainly is not.
0: All right. On the plus side, I like Buffalo's chances against Cleveland better than I do against KC. But Right. And I shared this thought with you. I'll share it on the podcast as well. I saw a Patriots fan say
1: this last night after the Bills won, saying, now my only hope is that the Bills make it to the Super Bowl. That way Tom Brady can beat them. Yeah, that's. Oh, my God. As if the Bills fan, Bills fans would need another reason to hate his
0: fucking guts. That, they might not be jumping through tables. They might be jumping off of bridges right. if they get to the Super Bowl and lose another one, especially to Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a fate worse than death. You've suffered, especially for the older Bills fans. I mean, you see a lot of these guys right now, they're – younger and right. They might've been kids when that, when it happened, but they don't remember the pain of losing four consecutive Super Bowls and then to get back. And even, even if it ain't Brady, but they, they finally do it the right way with the slow build Hmm. and get there and then lose. That's getting your heart ripped out. Yeah. But if it's to Brady, that's getting your heart ripped out while simultaneously getting your throat slit and your balls stomped on. Right. Like, this is a guy that has tormented you the entire time that you're you know, trying to rebuild this franchise. And then there he is one more time like Darth Vader. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got
1: a different analogy. It'd be like getting your heart ripped out by the guy that fucking stole your wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pre- like... pre-
0: pretty much. You'd, yeah, he, he's been banging your wife for years, and so you finally move on, and you get a new girlfriend, and you come home early from work, and there he is fucking your girlfriend <laughs> now. Wow. So, yeah, hopefully Mahomes is okay. Maybe we'll get a... Uh... See, there's nothing on Twitter right now about it, about him even going into the tent. I'm looking yeah, I see I don't see anything about him.
1: Well it did just happen, but
0: Yeah, dude. You're not on Twitter. Yeah. Usually I see shit on Twitter before I see it on the T V. Mm. Like the reporters are just on it with this shit. Mm. Um so yeah. Well, like I said, if we hear an update, we'll give it to you. But uh what else did you have? Anything?
1: Uh what did you have? Yeah, Wandavision. Yeah, I was
0: gonna briefly talk about that. Okay, go ahead. So the first two episodes of Wandavision dropped, and as you know, we're both comic nerds. Um, I don't know yet. It's it's a, it's gonna be a slow burn. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two episodes have me kind of what the fuck, because mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on. It's very confusing. Like, the, the show opens, and they're just there. Mm-hmm. They're in this house, and the first episode, like I was telling you, is very I Love Lucy, including mm-hmm. the opening credits. And then the second episode is very Bewitched. And I will, during the opening credits and everything, there's just all kinds of little Easter eggs that throw nods to the comics, a little bit to the movies, but especially the comics, and to the point where, like, I ha- I didn't even know a lot of these Easter eggs. They're talking about different characters from from different series through the WandaVision uh, relationship in the comic books. Um, and I did, one of the Easter eggs I read is that one of the characters is an adult black female and it's actually, uh, is it Maria? Something Rimbo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, the little black girl from Captain Marvel. Oh, really? Who, in the Marvel universe, becomes a a, a superhero in her own right at mm. some point, and she's in it. Um, and there's also, like I said, a lot of Easter eggs that tie into the comics. There's a like a Adam Warlock little Easter egg. A, um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, and I, I just for the, for the sake of keeping audiences that aren't the diehard comic people, I hope it picks up quickly mm-hmm. because if you're just a casual like MCU fan, you're not going to stick around if it stays like this. Now, from what I see and what we watched in the trailer, there's looks like there's a lot of cool action and stuff. They better get to it quicker. The casual people are not going to watch anymore. Okay. The first two episodes are very, Slow. Mahomes is
1: out of the tent. He's on the sideline wearing a coat, so he should be okay. There we go. Okay. Is he holding his helmet, or? He is not. Hmm.
0: He's wearing a mask, though. Because, you know, it takes all of us. But, um... (laughs) Oh, uh, that was a nice little drop there by Nick Chubb. Why couldn't you do that last week, you piece of shit? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So, yeah. Like I said, I'm going to watch it all as far as the whole WandaVision thing, because I think it's going to get very good just Mm -hmm. given off of the the trailers that we're seeing um but i hope it picks up very soon like i said because the casual fan might get pretty bored of it you know the first two two episodes (coughs) excuse me like i said i fell asleep during episode two it was just there's it's just like well it's like a quirky sitcom Mm. it's very corny
1: (coughs) that sounds interesting to me yeah
0: i mean it's like I said, the younger generation they didn't watch I Love Lucy or Bewitched or anything like that, so they don't know what the fuck they're watching. Mm-hmm. You know, like I watch that stuff only because like my parents watched it mm-hmm. and I see it on reruns. So I know what they're doing with the whole, you know, nod to those sitcoms and I, I guess they need to kind of start getting to the why they're living in this sitcom world and how the hell is Vision even alive because Thanos ripped his fucking Jam out, All right? So, should be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, like I said, I'm in. We'll see.
1: All right. Um, I watched a movie. I told you about it briefly on the way here. Um, you know, you mentioned it, and I think a lot of people had the same sort of got a little nervous when they heard Robert Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched a movie. I had heard about it for a couple years now. Um that he was in called good time. I was on net and it's hit Netflix and it's been on my queue forever. And I have a bad habit of that. Just putting something on my list and then never getting around to it. So I finally decided one night I'm just going to go ahead and watch it. Um, so I, it's not like this character would be close to Bruce Wayne or Batman, but I was very, very impressed with his it's performance. A, it's encouraging. Yeah. I mean, he, I guess I don't know if I don't think he got nominated for any like Oscars or anything like that, but there was speculation that he would be when the movie came out, and the movie's really really good. Um, I'm not saying I'm not going to say run out and watch it because it is a bit of an acquired taste. Like he's the main character and he's basically a bastard. Like he he takes his mentally handicapped brother to a bank robbery, <laughs> and his brother gets arrested and he gets away. He's then he tries to bust him out of the hospital and every decision this guy makes is wrong. And like, I'm talking like morally wrong. Like he's kind of, he's basically a piece of shit. And like I said, it's a very acquired taste. I'm not, it's not for everybody. I liked it. Um, but very encouraging though to see that, Oh, Robert Pattinson can definitely act his ass off. So that was nice. Why didn't
0: he just use his magic vampire diamond dust and like, Turn invisible and just rob the bank that way.
1: He couldn't turn invisible in Twilight. I don't know. See, so you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: He still had glitter.
1: He sparkled in the sun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which sun's supposed to kill a vampire? It's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But and, <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm co- I'm up. Op- like I said, we talked about it. I'm optimistic. I like what I seen in the, in the trailer for the Batman. I'd like to see something else coming out here soon, right? Only one aspect of it was a little concerning, and that was when he had like the massive eyeshadow, and he looked very, very gothy. That's emo. Just, I, I don't know why, because
1: I guarantee what it was is he had the makeup on because he was wearing his mask. I know, but it the was just a got bad, taken off, so it was, it was me- a bad was... picture.
0: Was it not? Can you not at least agree with me that it looked? I I didn't think twice about it, I really didn't, because I immediately rationalized it. All right, whatever. Yeah, I hate you. Oh. Whatever. Uh, okay. So Patrick Mahomes apparently it was his left big toe. Hmm. And if it's turf toe, that could be bad. But is he back out there? They're on offense, looks like. Or are they not? Yes, he is. All right. Apparently, it was not that bad. All right. So. You done? Nothing else comes to mind now. I can't think of anything. Um, Again, still planning on having Jake in here with uh, some Cubs thoughts. Being so, before we know, it's going to be training camp time. It's ho hum. Uh, One, the NBA. Back to that. There's real talk of it getting shut down again. There have been a lot of outbreaks. Yeah, a lot of positive tests. I know the. Oh, what team was it? I think it was the Sixers, maybe? Celtics. Was it the Celtics
1: that had a couple games canceled or whatever?
0: Yeah, but there was one one team just two nights ago had six positives, Jesus. and three more were in protocol for being close contacts. And as you know, an NBA roster is usually like 12 guys, yeah. and you lose half of it, you're not playing the game. So right. uh, there's already been whispers of doing another shutdown I could see it happening here real quick and them going back to the whole bubble thing. Cause although at this Little point, <laughs> yeah, at this point, if they shut it down, it's going to be shut down for probably a couple of months mm-hmm. unless uh, they could have a, a contingency plan. Given what happened last season, they might be able to turn it over within a few weeks. Once they run everybody through the tests, get them into the bubble and get it going. It might not be quite as lengthy of a shutdown as we had last season, but I just wish they would hurry up and and get this vaccine shit out. But, of course, three more days and we'll have a new regime in office and we probably won't hear much about this virus anymore. So, um, (coughs) speaking of other sports COVID news,
1: did you hear the NHL? They came out and said that because they can't have fans at the games – that they might end up losing billions of dollars a season. Billions, like with a B. Because I
0: guess that that's. Well, you got to think. Because 82 or. 80, yeah, 82. 80, 82 games. Mm hmm. So th- what, 30 teams? Something like that? Yeah. It's a lot of money. Right. You know, I mean, I could see it being billions. Right. When you take every single. You know, game that they can't have fans at um, concessions. That's merch. That's, yeah, yeah, that's very viable. Yeah, you know, and and yeah, that would that would be bad. Right. So, like I said, hopefully this shit's over with soon. I just want something to be somewhat normal compared to again what we're about to see because hmm. it's not going to be normal. I don't think normal is going to be in our vocabulary anymore, when it comes to just the the lay of the land, as they say. Mm. So, all right, well, that's going to wrap it up. We're going to jump off here and and nice hope. positive message to close the show well, with. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're all fucked. That's Good right, night pretty much. Yeah. Stick your head between your legs, kiss your ass goodbye. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back when. Um, I know I'm off
1: Saturday and Sunday again. I'm I mean, not sure about... Might be another week. Maybe. Um, Yeah, it looks like this could potentially turn out to the blowout you're hoping for because it's thirteen three now and Chiefs might be... Holding. Never mind.
0: Coming back. All right. Um, You just led me to another thought. No, I don't remember what it was. Thanks, Brick. Sorry. When we're coming back. Uh... Oh, I was just gonna say I'm gonna be giving Dylan my, my Disney plus password so that he can catch up on the Mandalorian and because like you saw said, we're not gonna have football to talk about a whole lot longer, so Yeah. You're gonna have to get on the whole Cobra Kai train, Mandalorian train, things of that nature. So okay. we have cool shit to talk about. All right. So yeah, that is uh that's gonna wrap it up for episode number forty two. We'll be back. I might be back on friday with jake um depending on his schedule and we'll talk some cubs and stuff and then we'll have dylan back in here either saturday or sunday and uh talk some more football and i'm sure we'll have quite a bit of news after that coaching changes and whatnot so that'll do it dylan bye-bye see ya